0: yo what's good top of the top episode 208 stash house podcast your boy tyler checking in first time listeners thank y'all for tuning in If you tune in weekly salute and it's just an episode so some topics you may want to hear about salute to you as well like, share, subscribe, retweet, whatever you do to help support the podcast. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Podcasts available on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor app, YouTube. Once again, subscribe, leave comments, reviews, feedback. Put your people on. All greatly, greatly appreciate it. This week episode, a lot to get to. NBA playoffs still going on. Taint Davis, Ryan Garcia over the weekend. But first, in my opinion... Only one place to start. The Snowfall series finale. Snowfall series finale. Right now, if you haven't watched Snowfall or if you watched it and fell out with it, go on Hulu. All six seasons are available. Six seasons, ten episodes. Highly, highly recommend. One of the great TV shows we had in our generation, in my opinion. I think it's safe and comfortable to say that right now. When I think of Snowfall, I'll think of The Wire. I'll think of The Sopranos, the early seasons of power, <laughs> uh, Breaking Bad. I think Snowfall and I think Franklin Saint is in that realm of characters with the Tony Sopranos, the Walter Whites, Jane St. Patrick, in my opinion. I'm I'm comfortable saying that. Each of them had at least one season. I probably wasn't feeling they all kind of they in the same realm, in my opinion. That's just me, though. But if you haven't, check it out. Highly, highly recommend. First off, rest in peace to the great John Singleton. He is the creator of the show, director of the show, up until his passing. His vision definitely came to life, as we've seen over the years. Uh, Danson Ildris, the guy who played Franklin Saint, definitely got to give him a salute. He is a British actor, and he's nailed the role of Franklin Saint down to a T. Not only to have the California accent, the California slang, but to have it during that time period. Salute to him, and I saw that it was like when he—I think he either got the role or he was highly considered for the role. But John Singleton made him be around him for six months up to a year, something like that. I heard while in character, so he was walking around, being Franklin Saint, talking like Franklin Saint to master his role as Franklin Saint. And as we seen with numerous different scenes, some iconic scenes, brick by brick, bodies, bodies, bodies. It's so many Franklin Saint scenes throughout these six seasons where he just stamped himself as, okay, this guy can take the baton and roll with it in any situation. So I got a shout out to Dan Some and to the whole cast. A lot of people again, they start from Snowfall coming on the scene, the production team, the writers. The writers to a fault, but shout-out to the writers overall. But, yeah, shout-out to everybody that had anything to do with Snowfall. Y'all gave us some great television for six seasons. And, yeah, like I said before, I hold them in very, very high regard. But the series finale, the only phrase I can come up with to really describe this, the downfall of Franklin Saint. What was the downfall of Franklin Saint? I see some people saying his family, his family, His friends betrayed him. They didn't look out for him when he looked out for them all this time. I see some people saying, yo, it's Franklin's own doing. The power, the money, the respect can sometimes be a downfall. Yes, I feel like his family could have did better throughout the entire series, not just the past two, three episodes. Yes, I feel like Leon was a friend for him. Maybe he could have helped. I mean, he did help. He loaned him five hundred thousand. But at the time, could he did more? Who knows? His fiancee wife, V, that's just a woman thing. You're not supposed to put your hands around a woman to begin with, especially a woman who's pregnant with your child. So, in the terms of who do I blame for this, I'm blaming Franklin St. And I give you my reason why. Franklin Saint mourned the loss of of Teddy, a guy he claimed manipulated him from his youth. Franklin started with 16 years old selling weed something like that. The guy he said uh, Teddy manipulated him. Teddy ruined his community. When Teddy was like okay I admit I gave you the cocaine. I didn't tell y'all to cook it up and crack it up and and sell it. That's a villain. And people was like, oh, my God. he's!" I was like, yes. That's a villain role. Now, of course, this does uh, go loosely based off the story of Free Ray Rick Ross. Do your research if you haven't already with that. But in terms of television, when he said that with well, episode nine, I was like, ooh, that's a cold white boy. <laughs> I said, that's a cold white boy. <laughs> yeah, I brought the cocaine over, but I didn't tell y'all to do all this extra stuff that y'all did with it and... The outcome will be on your community. I didn't tell y'all that. That's a villain. And sometimes, ever since The Dark Knight came out with Heath Ledger, I want to say a lot of times I root for the villain. Not saying I root for Teddy, but when he said that, I said, ooh. I feel like I heard an old Wayne bar when he said that. I said, damn, that's cold. But when Sissy shot Teddy on episode nine, Yes, she could have waited 10 seconds. You won't hear no argument from me with that. Yes, she could have waited 10 seconds. But at the same time, one, why would you even bring your mom to that? It's supposed to be in a transaction and there's a lot of stuff supposed to go on with that meetup. I wouldn't even brought my mom there knowing that she's been trying to kill Teddy for however long now. And she was... Blindsided because she was like, yeah, that's what the government do. They manipulate you. They tell you what you want to hear. So why would you fall for that at the end when he told you before? No, your husband not dead. I took him to a jail somewhere. He's alive. I can't believe him. I don't trust him. He's he's working for the government. He's trying to manipulate me. To come back at the meetup when Teddy about to make the transaction for your son to maybe, maybe because I think about a lot, what if? What if she didn't shoot Teddy? Will Franklin would have got the money he uh, said, the $30 million they were going to split. She could have waited, and she was like, oh, before you do this, <laughs> if I was Frank, I would tell my mama, hey, wait, chill out. Let him do this first before you ask any questions. They don't got nothing to do with you, honestly. I love my mom today. Happy birthday to my mom, by the way. But now my would say, my hey, wait, let him handle this first before we, <laughs> let him, do not do not interrupt this right now. I'm about to get $30 million, and we're going to take care of what we need to take of. So she stopped him. Wait, 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 wait. Teddy on the phone like, what? What do you want? I've been tortured for about 48 hours. I haven't ate. I haven't drunk no water. What do you want? Tell me what jail he in. Are you kidding me right now? No, he's dead. I, I lied. He, I killed him. I dumped his body. <laughs> Teddy, a cold white boy. Teddy said, are you serious? I lied. I, I killed him. I shot him. I dumped his body. And she just blacked out. She blacked out. 10 seconds, you could have waited, sister. You could have waited 10 seconds. But she reached the boiling point. She's been trying to kill this man for however a long now. She reached the boiling point. So, all right, let's get to the series finale. I know I talked about Leon and season. Let's get to the series finale. So, Franklin obviously didn't get the money. Obviously didn't get the money. Went to visit his mom in jail. His mom didn't say nothing to him. And I took that from Franklin just focused on the money. Yes, she could have waited. But Franklin didn't like, I mean, who am I to say what I would've did if I literally lost out on 30 million dollars in the blink of an eye? Who to say, who, who for me to say, well, if when I saw my mom, I would've said, I don't know what I would've said to my mom. I told y'all before, I wouldn't let her at the meeting or even definitely not even ask him a question during this time period. So Franklin came to the jail. Mom, you could've just waited, you could've waited. Woo, woo. Why you didn't wait? And what I got from that, Sissy was just looking at him like you you're not seeing, you're not seeing what has transpired. Uncle Jerome is dead. Numerous people have died throughout this journey. And you still just focus on the money and the power. Teddy dead. Teddy is dead. You have no more resources left. That whole game that you've been running for the past however many years is gone. Oso is back in Mexico. Teddy is dead. It's over with Franklin. It's over with. Then tells mom, hey mom, the house I bought you. I need you to sign it back over to me so I can <laughs> figure this out. And the guy came to his house. I think the dude came to his house with a alright plan. I gotta rewatch it, but I want to say the dude that came to Franklin's house talking about the house and all that. I wanna say Franklin might have ended up, I feel like everything that happened before we got to the end of the episode. Franklin could have went any direction, and it might have been better than what he ended up being at the end of the show. So she's looking like, you want me to sign over to my house? Son, you still focus on this money. And then she probably thinking, whenever you do get a little bit of money, you're going to try to go back in the dope game. So in my opinion, I don't think she saved Franklin. I just think she failed Franklin. And I think Franklin failed her. From their relationship from season one, to the last episode of Snowfall in season six. Look at their relationship. She know you're selling drugs. She's trying to get you to go legit and for you to end up just like your daddy. And for her to be locked up like everybody thought you would be. So they failed each other. None of them saved none of them saved each other. Whether you want to say from the $30 million or Franklin providing for his mom, being the son and doing what he's supposed to do for his mom. They failed each other in my opinion. And like a lot of people saying, that scene where his mom walked up and he was drunk visiting her and cussing her out and all that, that just sums it up. They failed each other. She looking like she probably she looking at Franklin like, this not my son. This not the son I remember when we was riding that night and I saw him, I, I said, There go your dad. Go say hi to your dad. A lot of callbacks too, by the way, in this series finale. Thank God for Twitter and Facebook. Putting up different scenes from season one to season six, and you know, bringing it back full circle, I really enjoy seeing those. But in the end, up how he ended up like his dad at the end of the episode, they felt each other. Leon, I said before, Franklin just—I won't say like a big brother role, but just seeing Leon as just his understudy, damn near. Like, oh, I'm I'm big bro. You little bro you know what i'm saying like he i don't think he fully respected leon at the end of the series but leon had faith he visited him again and everything which i'm going to talk about at the end but leon out of everybody leon had the most hope for franklin i believe but for him to come back years later and see franklin in that state that he did he was able to talk to him walking down the street like yo this still my boy from you no know, childhood but to see him like that at the end, he was like, "Man, he, I mean, if anybody know how a drug addict look, it'll be Leon." So he was like, "Man, this my, this my boy. I'm, I'm upset." And that even at the end, he was like, "Man, I got. I'm bringing up the shelter again. If you want some work to do, I got you." I think I, I want to say even at the end of the uh, series, Leon was out the drug game because he was like wandering music. Him and Wanda not together. I want to say Leon might have been out the drug game. And that's been Leon's thing since he uh, mistakenly killed Scully's daughter a few seasons ago. He's been like, yo, ever since that, he hasn't been the same. So, Leon got his wake-up call a little bit earlier. Of course, he was still teetering on being in the drug game, being out the drug game, going with Wanda to Africa and everything. But when he killed that girl in that car, that was his wake-up call. Sadly, I don't think Franklin got his wake-up call till. He lost everything. He didn't have nothing else to fall back on once he got his wake-up call. But, Leon, he was a friend. He was a friend. Like, I loaned you 500000 already. I'm not about to give you no more money. This is still the drug game at the end of the day. It is not like you telling me I got a plan set up for the next week. You telling me years from now you're going to pay me back. And, like I said, Leon don't even want to be in the game no more. So, Leon – I think he did what he had to do. When you reach a boiling point, who knows what you're going to do? $500,000, $3 million, it's a lot. And Franklin just didn't see, like, Franklin, like, bruh, it's over with. You're done. Your connect is gone. You don't got nobody to move it for you. It's a wrap, man. Going to his fiance, his wife, V, like I said before, everything with them – for the past half a minute, whenever V came on the scene, everybody felt like she was gonna do something underhanded. Eventually, clearing out the bank account. After seeing Franklin kill Teddy Dad in front of her and her mom, her mom giving her words like, "I want, I don't want you around him with my grandson," and she's like, "No, I'm gonna ride with Franklin." Now, she will ride with Franklin now. She was riding with him, but you can a woman can ride with you for however many years, however long she wants to. When you put your hands on her. Threaten her in any kind of way Plus she pregnant with your child And y'all got a joint bank account You gotta think Shawty might clear me out (laughs) She might clear you out That's just a woman being a woman y'all Oh V did him dirty All right Let that man put his hands on you When you pregnant with his child And come back and holler at me So shockingly V she did do something underhanded but I can't blame her. I can't blame her. She's been trying to get Franklin to go legit as well for years. I can't blame her. Auntie Louie, she does have a lot to do with how this story ended, in my opinion. And it goes back to season one where the woman was telling Franklin, like, Louie, now you better, you got to watch her. Man, boy, Louie, you got to watch her. Sometime in life, people are gonna tell you things along your journey. Me, I listen to them. Whether I take consideration what you're saying or not, I'm gonna give you the courtesy, and I'm gonna listen to what you got to say. Sometimes somebody gonna whisper something in your ear or tell you something. Gonna make your ear stand up a little bit. You're like, huh? Somebody come to me tell me, Tyler, watch out for. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You're looking like, bro, be for real. Then you're going to look back and be like, why would they tell me that? They told you about Louis. We've been saying it for the past few seasons. Louis, Louie, Jerome, Jerome dying. Jerome wanted to get out the game. He was in the process of probably making his last deal, getting out the game. He got killed. Him and Kane, I really didn't agree with how Jerome died, honestly. I never talked about it on the podcast, but – if he was going to die, at least have him die another way. Don't die with him shooting Kane and Kane shooting him and they just both dying. I feel like Jerome, he he's so important to the show, he could have had a better death in my opinion, but the cause of it was Louie. The cause of it was Louie. And she on the run. That's just all I got from her. She was on one scene in the whole episode. She's just on the run at this point. And last but not least, the final... Vision, the final image we saw of Franklin Saint. Let's go back a little bit before we get to that. You met with your private investigator. Your private investigator said, hey man, I can't find V. She off the map. I, res- I, I did everything I could. I can't find V. She gone. But I do got some information you've been looking for. Information on Peaches. D. Ray Davis character. Peach's drug addict was his driver for many years, got on drugs, stole about five million from Franklin, if I'm not mistaken, about five million. Franklin been looking for him, couldn't find him. Private investigator finally found him. So you would think somebody steal five million dollars. They might go to another country, Spain, Italy, an island somewhere. If anything, you're not gonna be in California. This whole time, Peaches just 20, 25 miles up the street. Now, that couldn't tell you Franklin was not thinking correctly, I don't know what will. Franklin could have found Peaches. James St. Patrick and Tommy would have found Peaches if he only 20, 25 miles up the street. So that was odd to me. I was like, damn, Franklin couldn't even find a dude who was 20, 25 miles up the street in a dope house? So that was weird, but... Found Peaches, shot Peaches, killed Peaches, found the safe. Oh, the money got to be in here. Found the safe, called the guy over to open the safe for him. And keep in mind, this whole time after Sissy killed uh, Teddy, Franklin's just drowning himself in alcohol at this point. A guy who didn't even drink like that, so he's been on a, a drunk terror for the past however many months, however many years at this point. He just been drinking himself to death. Called the guy over. While the guy working on the safe, another addict comes in. He's about to call the police. Franklin got to kill him. So now there's two dead bodies in there. He got the guy who opened the safe for him. The guy opened the safe. Franklin like, hey, count how much in there? $12,000. $12,000 left out of $5 million. For one, if a junkie steals $5 million from you, you cannot expect to see that $5 million again. The fact that you found twelve thousand dollars is like, oh shit! It's, it's more than I thought you. <laughs> I thought he'll clean them out for real. A junkie, you give a junkie five a junkie steal five million dollars from you. Out of all that time that done passed since that uh, that happened, I'm surprised he had twelve thousand dollars left. So he told the guy, "Man, take it. That's yours." The guy leaving, Frank and Kilton. Okay, that's a. I expected that he wasn't about to let him leave out with bodies and. of his money so I wasn't shocked that he killed the man so he killed the guy Then we skipped to Leon going to Franklin Mom House and seeing Franklin in that state but (laughs) Tony Soprano would have did something with that $12,000 Ghost and Tommy would have did something with that $12,000 The Wire Marlo they definitely would have did something with that $12,000 Shit, Tariq would have did something with that $12,000, in my opinion. I just took from that, either two things happened. Either Franklin didn't take the money at all, or Franklin took that $12,000. Fast forward, we see what he did with that $12,000. He drunk himself to death, and he became a drug addict from that $12,000. That was Franklin's decision to end up the way he ended up. You cannot blame Sissy on the way he ended up. You can't blame V. You can't blame Leon. No, it wasn't $30 million. No, it wasn't $800, however many V stole. No, it wasn't $3 million that you asked Leon or that you demanded from Leon Damn there. But $12,000. Tyler is not a mathematician. Tyler is not the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. But in California, in late 80s, early 90s, $12,000, Franklin Saint, the guy who started as a weed dealer and ended up being the kingpin, you mean to tell me out of all these years, Franklin, you didn't learn anything, you can't flip $12,000? You can't possibly be like, all right, even if you don't flip it, you can just think, a sigh of relief I'm out the game I done lost my mom, my uncle my friend, he ain't rocking with me like that, my fiance my child gone, she done cleaned me out California you ran this course it's time for me to leave start a new life nobody's looking for me yeah the addicts and all that are dead in the house California, LAPD's not worried about who did that and they definitely I think thinking Franklin Saint did it. A girl who stayed in this door to me for so many years, I caused her family harm, uh, her dad and everything. Think about everything. My dad, he claimed he didn't care about his dad. The thing, the person he didn't care about the most is the person he ended up being. That's crazy. And it's real. I'm not saying... I'm not here saying, oh, that's some bullshit. Franken, we know Franken could have did something at that 12000 No. it's some people, y'all, when they hit rock bottom, they hit rock bottom, there's no way to go for them. The phrase always, you're at the top, is only one way to go down. Some people, when they at their down, they don't look at, oh, I, I got a mountain to climb. I'm going to get back up top, but it's going to take a while. I'm going to struggle, but I'm going to get back up there. Man, some people, when they hit rock bottom, they don't see no up. They don't see no up. They just comfortable being down. And I'm just assuming Franklin took that 12000 drunk himself to death, got on drugs. We saw when Leon pulled up, the guys was outside with the gun. At first, I was like, oh, shit, Franklin probably got a little set up. You know what I'm saying? The guys outside with the gun. But he was like, hey, anybody live here? He was like, yeah, somebody in there, if you want to call that living. I was like, oh, my God. Walk up to the door, eviction notices and all that. Knocking on the door, you see Franklin with the, Dirty, beaten up, white, beat up pants, dirty, teeth messed up, eye socket bleeding. It's like, damn, Franklin, what happened to you? Last we saw you, you, you had twelve thousand sitting there. What'd you do with the twelve thousand? He was so focused on the money and the power, he couldn't even see nothing else. Once Sissy killed Teddy, he couldn't even see nothing else. If it ain't that $30 million or whatever that Teddy stole from me, if it ain't what Leon was about to give me, if it ain't what V took out the bank account, I don't even want it. That's his his attitude, I believe. He didn't want nothing less than what he could have got from his bank, Teddy, or Leon, even $12,000. And, of course, you see the different imagery, them walking through their old neighborhood, they walking through the set of Boys in the Hood, which was a great, great tribute to John Singleton, in my opinion going to the liquor store that was like that's the liquor store he worked at and everything Leon gave him like $10, $20 he was so excited about it that's how you know Franklin Saint was geeked up off $10 Leon gave him to go to the liquor store Franklin Saint the same guy who rode private planes suited up had all this real estate everything shut down to the point where he didn't take anything from his journey to think, twelve thousand dollars, I can start fresh somewhere. No, you're not going to be the Franklin Saint Drug Kingpin no more. But you can be something better than what you ended up being, just like your daddy was. The only reason why I'm not crazy about, like, damn, why didn't you have Franklin do this, do that? It reflect reality. It's loosely based on Free Ray Rick Ross' story. Sometimes, when you in that game, they always tell you you end up two places, dead or in jail. But a lot of times, suffering can be a lot worse than both of them. Suffering. You're going to the liquor store, you're seeing the young, seeing the young books outside. Oh man, y'all didn't know what I used to do back in the day Man, I was a millionaire, I owned all this Man, if you'll get your old Junkie ass away from me You know what I'm saying? That's that's his reality now If he would've went to jail They'd be like, oh that's Franklin Saint That's the." And If he ended up dead Oh Franklin Saint was the man, bro He had all this on lockdown Then you go to his real life He's outside in the street He's free But, like what he was saying, I'm free, I'm free But at what cost? What you gonna do, walk around, keep on telling everybody what you was some years ago? Oh man, we don't believe all that. You wanna know, you ain't had no millions of dollars, and you wasn't working with the government. Come on, get your, you, you high, go on, you high. That's way more embarrassing than being in jail, to have people tell you to your face that you lying about something. Of course, we. it's a TV show, but of course, you know what I'm saying, I, y'all I know what I'm saying. It's reality. It's people like that out here. Man, I did this back in the day. Man, all right. Whatever you say, cool. That's my opinion. Franklin, if it weren't for that $12,000, dollars i have been like, damn, nobody helped him out. But if you come up, if nobody's helping you out and you come up on a little something to flip, you got to do what you got to do. But Franklin, he jerked himself up. He drunk himself to death. But... They nailed it, in my opinion. I was not mad about the series finale of Snowfall. I was not mad. Great, great show. Words of a spinoff? I'm not sure how I feel about that yet, but if they do, I'll talk about that. But overall, Snowfall, kudos. I enjoyed it. So now let's talk about some sports. I told y'all, <laughs> it's very rare I can come over here and say I told y'all, but I told y'all over the weekend. Excuse me, over the weekend, Javante Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia in Las Vegas. Javante Davis took the win in a seven-round knockout. I came over here last week and said I expect the knockout in round six or seven. Tank did it. He hit Ryan with some good shots. Speaking of that that second-round knock knockdown. Oh my God, what a shot! And the thing about it, Ryan was taller than uh Javante, so he had to reach, but Javante could just easily, you know what I'm saying, duck those those high cause he couldn't get his body, so he had to go for the head. So it was easy for Tank to duck him. When he caught him in the second round, oh, that was it. Cause that's when Ryan felt his power and he knew what Tank can do. So then for the next however many rounds, Ryan was kind of <laughs> he was kind of frigid to try to punch Tank. But the sixth round he came out a little aggressive. But the second round, when Tank caught that liver, when I saw that nose bleeding a little bit more than what it was already, I said, oh yeah, he, he feeling it now. And he went down and he was like, man, I can't. And I was telling my boy Zoka, who was at Twin Peace watching, I said, man, them, them body shots gotta hurt. Them body shots, when you get hit on your ribs and your side and your liver, I said, that shit gotta hurt. And just like he went on the ground, took that knee, he was like, man, I can't do it no more. So shot to Tank Davis. It was a very entertaining night because some of the uh, undercard matches was good as well. I don't see a rematch happening no time soon. I don't think there's no reason for a rematch to happen anytime soon. But shout out to Tank Davis. And on May 20th, Devin Haney has a fight as well. I want to say he's fighting Lomachenka, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a good fight I'm waiting on, too, May 20th, Devin Haney fight. We're still waiting on Errol Spence and Crawford fight. Uh, Canelo has a fight. Cinco de Mayo weekend as well So in the boxing world it is some fights out there That we waiting on but Mostly we still waiting on Errol Spence And Crawford to get finalized Whenever they decide to But Shout out to Javante Tank Davis He got the uh, 7th round Knockout on Ryan Garcia Now NBA NBA playoffs of course like I said still in effect At the time I recording, This is the series Situation so by the time y'all hear this Some of these series might be closed out Or the game leads or something like that might have changed. But for right now I'm going to give you all the updates and some storylines to take away from these playoff series at the moment. Nuggets, Timberwolves, the Nuggets are leading the series 3-0. I came over here and said I had the Nuggets in 5, but I was about to say a sweep because I got a lot of pressure on the Nuggets and Jokic to do something in these playoffs besides get an exit exit early before the Western Conference Finals and really the NBA Finals, in my opinion. But at the time, they are leading the Timberwolves 3-0. If they sweep, cool. If not, I do have them in five. My Lakers versus the Grizzlies. A lot of things going on to this. The Lakers do have the lead at the moment 2-1. John Morant suffered an injury in game one. He was out for game two, but the Grizzlies did win game two. Anthony Davis gave us a scare as well in game one, saying he couldn't feel his arm, but everything seems to be good with that. The main takeaway after game two, Dylan Brooks, like I said, I love Memphis' young braggadocious attitude, but I love it even better when they get, like, punched in the mouth and had to humble themselves. And that's the situation. Dylan Brooks was calling LeBron James old, saying, well, I expect the LeBron James to drop 40 on me or whatever like that. Well, you just poking somebody like LeBron James who really – you can say all that, and LeBron don't even got to come out and give you 40. LeBron could come out and give you 20, 15 assists, 11 rebounds, and do his job. So Dylan Bruce doing that, I don't get it. It just goes to where how people were saying about Draymond, even though Draymond had a ring, ring or two at the time. It's like you got to show something to back up your argument. You got to show something to where we can take you as a threat even in trash talking. Yeah, you can trash talk. Everybody trash talk. What makes you different than everybody else? You don't have no rings to show forward. You don't have no all-star appearances to show for. you just a, another guy on the team who's the, quote-unquote, probably trouble troublemaker on the court, the irritable guy on defense. You're not reliable to shoot threes like that. It just sometimes you got to humble yourself. Dylan Brooks, you might have put the Memphis Grizzlies in a situation where it's going to be hard to come back from. I do have this series going to seven just because I was surprised my Lakers even got to this point. But, uh, yeah, Dylan Brooks might have did something to cause the Grizzlies this series because Anthony Davis is playing spectacular. LeBron doing what LeBron's supposed to do. D'Angelo Russell waking up. Austin Reeves, he's stepping up. Hachimura came up, big for us in game one, and he's going to provide for the rest of the series as well. Once Schroeder get going and once those other role players get going, it's going to be tough for Memphis, uh, Memphis to do something. Jaron Jackson was... Nowhere to be found, really, for game three. John Moran, he did spectacular in game three. But Memphis, Dylan Brooks, y'all got to have some conversations. Like, hey, man, shut the hell up. Let us win this series first before you start trash talking. Don't trash talk after we tied the series up 1-1. It's just some things you don't do. But, yeah, Lakers, like I said before, man, they surprising me. And we'll see where it goes. We got the Kings and the Warriors. The Kings lead the series right now at 2-1. Draymond Green was suspended for game three. But the Golden State Warriors did end up winning that game without Draymond Green. I don't think Draymond Green should have been suspended with that play with him and Sabonis. If you see the play, Sabonis was grabbing Draymond Green uh, feet. So, I mean, Draymond did put a little sauce on it, but at the same time, it's like, damn, y'all just not going to mention the fact that dude was holding my, my foot the whole time. Like I ain't like I just stumped him just to stomp him like he was holding my foot. And I've been saying this for, about Golden State. For the past several years, now even before they won last year, if you were to tell me I got three rings already, it's some things I'm going to just do on the basketball court. I'm going to trash talk. I'm going to get tits. I'm going to get ejected. I got three rings to show for it. And we just came up on the fourth ring last year. I'm not mad at Draymond stumping him. You grabbing my foot, man, y'all going to stump you. <laughs> I've been saying that about going I said, man, look, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, even Steve Kerr. The way they carry themselves, they're like, man, we got three, four rings, y'all. We are. Fine. I see a lot of people. Oh, the Kings can finish Golden State. I'm sure Steph Curry'd be like, okay, they win, they win, cool. But <laughs> we got four. <laughs> we got four in the past eight years. So if I'm Draymond Green, yeah, if you holding my foot while I'm trying to run up at the court, when I get loose, I'm gonna kick you a little bit. Get your get your hand off me. <laughs> I don't blame Draymond Green for doing it. I don't think he should have got suspended, and I don't blame him for kicking Sabonis. You grabbing my foot. Let go. But uh, the thing with Golden State, they can't win on the road. Like I said, Sacramento, a team I didn't see a lot of in the regular season, Fox, Monk, Sabonis, they are coming out part They got to make the best of it. Suns, Clippers, the Suns lead the series at the moment 3-1. to Paul George, of course, out for the Clippers, and now Kawhi Leonard seems to be out for the Clippers for the rest of the, se- uh, the series. So, I got the Suns finishing this this up in probably about five. Westbrook did what he needed to do for the uh, game four. But, like I said before, man, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Booker. Aiden still needs to probably get going, in my opinion. He needs to get it going quick. Probably for the closeout game needs to be Aiden game. But we'll see. But with the loss of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, I don't see the Clippers really definitely not winning this series. But I really don't even see them going past five that. Now in the Eastern Conference gets a little funny. We got the Bucks versus the Heat. I had the Bucks winning this series, but at the at the moment, the Heat is leading two to one with Giannis from the Bucks being out due to injury. We'll see how that play a role in this series. The Heat might can steal one if Giannis is not available for the rest of this series. It makes for a very interesting uh, Eastern Conference if Giannis doesn't come back in time to help the Bucks beat the Heat in this first round. And uh, Victor Oladipo for the Miami Heat as well suffered an injury. He just been going through it since, like, 2019 or something like that. I think I saw a stat on Sports Center. It was like for the past however many years, he's missed 65% of the games. And it's sad, man. Victor Oladipo, a very talented guy. But those injuries, man, that injury bug just doesn't seem to go away. You got the Celtics versus the Hawks. The Celtics lead the series 2-1. to one. The Hawks did get one in Atlanta, which I thought was very, very crucial because it looked like for a minute the Hawks were about to get swept. And like I said, the Hawks got swept. I feel like either way, I think Trey Young is out in Atlanta. But they got swept. I think that would have been a scene in state form, like booing Trey Young, probably, if they would have got swept. But I mean, the thing with the Atlanta Hawks, one, the Boston Celtics is just clearly the better team, in my opinion. So they're gonna win this series. But the thing about the Hawks. They just haven't been consistent all year. They've been, like, literally, like, 500 all year. They'll lose one, win two, lose three, win one. They've been too inconsistent. I didn't see it coming. I said it in the preseason when they got Murray. I said, yo, that's a steal. A lot of people don't understand what happened when they got Murray. I've been proven wrong. I thought they would be a lot better than what they came out to be. But, in my opinion, the Boston Celtics is just a better team if – The Hawks can tie it up at 2-2. That would be cool to see how it play out. Also, we had our first series come to an end. We had the 76ers sweep the Brooklyn Nets in four games. Joel Embiid was out for game four. He suffered an injury in game three. I think they're saying the hopes are that the Hawks and the Celtics series prolong so it gives time to Joel Embiid to rest. But the team stepped up overall. The team stepped up overall, Maxie, Tobias Harris. They had some guys come off the bench, hit some big shots. But what I've been doing with this series on Twitter especially, I've been keeping up with James Harden's stats because people have been saying, like, why are you, you know what I'm saying, pointing out James Harden? And I'm saying I'm not looking for James Harden to be the guy on the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm simply looking at James Harden numbers and how he's playing throughout the playoffs. Because he's the one guy who I say he's in that top three, uh, maybe top yeah top three for people who I'm looking to be consistent in the playoffs. And so far, his numbers haven't been consistent enough for me to be like, okay, the Philadelphia 76ers can make a run, especially in the next series if they play Boston Celtics. That means James Harden got to be consistent. That's why I'm doing that. I'm not doing it to be stat guy or nothing like that. I'm just like, no, I'm just paying attention to what James Harden doing uh, game by game, and if they play the Boston Celtics series, or they play Boston Celtics next series, y'all going to see why. That's all I'm doing. But for the Brooklyn Nets, they seem to have a bright future. Like I said, I think they're just missing that superstar. Mikael Bridges could be that guy. I mean, he's a great two-way player as well. But I think they're still missing some pieces. You know what I'm saying? They're missing some pieces. And clearly, as we can see, they got swept in the first round to the Philadelphia 76ers. Last in the East, we got the Cavaliers versus the Knicks. The Knicks lead the series 2-1. Not much for me to talk about with this series. very entertaining. I've been enjoying it. Julius Randle, Donovan Mitchell, Garland, R.J. Barrett, uh, Brunson. It's been very entertaining. It's been very entertaining. That's all I can really say about that series. Um, I did have the Knicks win it at in six, so we'll see how it goes. So thank y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 208 of Stash House Podcast. Make sure you guys go out, have a great work week, a great school week, uh, drink plenty of water, stay healthy, exercise, do what you need to do. If you're traveling, be aware of your surroundings, stay safe. Keep me in prayers. I do the same for y'all. Salute.